This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And hey, we since we didn't do it last time, we're kicking right off. Rock cards. Because baby. we had those awesome letters, so we, we had to we had to just roll with it. And so we got the rock cards. Phil's making as much noise. I want you to hear him opening the package fresh. Can. These are fresh packs. We're not fresh packs. There's no not, cheats. No cheats. No right. fakes. Here we go. These packs have been sealed since 1991, 1990. 92? This one is a 92. But some of them I feel like have been 91s, though. They're all from the same box. I think they're all 92s, and you just... That says 92. They're all 92s. They're all from the same box. You're probably right. They're all 92s. Now you're going to go through all of them. You're just wasting time now. All right. They're all 92s. I don't have time for this. Here we go. First rock card. 1992. I was 12 years old. Oh, but the cards say 91. I knew I was... Con- the well, cards have 91 on them all. So the package says 92. Okay. Joe Lynn Turner, vocals. I think we've had this guy before. Probably. Because I remember I said Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're going to be getting a lot of repeats. Yeah. Here. How well, many cards are there total? I, I think there's like a couple we hundred. To, we need to like get that checklist there's out. There's a couple hundred. Well, yeah, this is card 149. This is uh, the lead singer of Deep Purple. Deep Purple? Yeah. Weren't they like an, I think like they're an older yeah, group. I think so. He said, um, it was Joe Lynn who walked into the room, started singing with us, and the band ignited. Sparks started to fly. Man. Well, we got a band card. Anthrax. Nice. In front of a skull clock. Whoa. Yeah, it's hardcore. It's pretty hardcore. I met Scott Ian at Comic-Con. He's really cool. He's really good friends with Brian Posehn. Oh, I met yeah. them both at the same time. How about Patrick Muzingo? We got a drummer. I don't know, but he looks like a cool dude. All right. With those shades. He calls the Sex Pistols, Aerosmith, and ACDC his favorite groups, but he is from Junkyard. I have never heard of that band. I think we had someone else from okay. Junkyard. So we did, I did, I did some research. Okay. And Salty Dog was absolutely a one album and oh, I'm done. Sure of it. I found a music video. It's horrible. <laughs> They are really bad. Did they tour with Junkyard? They were really bad. Whereas Testament basically like is huge in the thrash metal scene. Yeah. Like huge. But and they not still, a Christian band. No. But they are they're they're the opposite of a Christian but band. But they have very like interesting. Well I think it's a way of kind purpose, of mocking right? yeah, okay. yeah. But um but they are very popular in the thrash metal huh. scene. In fact they're the leader of the whole thrash metal movement and they've been around for Still around, just released an album like in 2016. Huh. Still touring, still right. going. Although, as Wikipedia point out, it's like none of the original people. Okay. Yeah. Well, Salty Dog is all original. They yeah. never sold out. They never sold out because they never <laughs> they sold never in. Had any soul. <laughs> all right, we got another uh, band card. We got Poison. There you go. Oh, that's a classic. That's a great Poison. Look at those pictures. There. Yeah, it's pretty great. Man, look at those headbands. Uh, Joey Allen, guitar. Any idea? 
Mm, Alan mm. Parsons Frutch. He's from Warren. That's Alan Parsons. Uh, Warren. I like his no shirt on the cover there. I think part of it too is now that we know there's multiple like poses from yeah. each guy, I think there's like only a hundred <laughs> actual people well, in it. They did the Garbage Pill Kid trick. They all did the same thing. Yep. Garbage Pill just had the same guys with different names. Alice Cooper. Oh, nice. Of Alice Cooper. It's a great Alice Cooper Yeah, shot. a little straight jacket there. He Maybe still does the full stage show because I had some friends that just went to his show. That dude's like 70 now. He's still doing the guillotine thing. Yeah. He's still doing it all. Well, and this here is talking about how he's been doing it for 20 years and these came out in 91. Yeah. And he still does his, he's doing, I think he still does his radio show. A lot of those old rocker guys have like excellent, like I know D. Snyder. Yeah. Cause he's, D. Snyder's been doing his show for a long time too. All right, but this one is one we've definitely had before. Dana Strum. Oh, yeah, because he's Strum. He plays bass. <laughs> he's a bass player. For Slaughter. There you go. He's got that, Ooh. is that a flying V? No, that's like yeah. one of those weird. No, I think it is. Look, you see like the cutaway there? Okay, yeah. But Didn't it's the bass. You, wasn't that one of your first? My first guitar I ever owned was a flying V electric guitar. Did Black. you buy it because it was a flying no, V? No, I bought it because I, the guy on the, there was the was old the thing bear. called the Recycler. You guys, yeah. if you remember that, like, oh, yeah. before the internet days, we bought stuff from like Little Magazine. Like the Penny Saver, Recycler. But the Recycler is one you had to pay a little money for, but you got higher quality stuff because yeah. people were paying. And he sold a guitar amp with a cable and the guitar for 50 bucks. That's a great and deal. that's what I could afford, so that's what I got. Do you still have it? Uh, no. Regrettably, I sold it for a hundred bucks. Well, there you go. You made money. Uh, which I did make money, but I, I had the amp still. Yeah. But I sold it to a kid in high school because I wanted money to buy a new guitar, and it's no longer around. Do you miss it? I do. Do you even own an electric guitar? Yeah. I got a Fender Strat. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I I miss it because it was my first guitar, but it also was horrible <laughs> because it had like like locked frets, and yeah. you had to use like an Allen wrench to loosen it to, to tune it. Yeah, I've seen... So every time it goes out of tune, you got to get an Allen wrench out, loosen it, tune it, and then tighten it back up. It was a pain. It was horrible. So I miss it because it was my first, but I don't miss it because it was bad. I just watched a Storage Wars where somebody had a... Uh, it was like a harmonium, and it was like that where you had to like use a tool yeah. to like do any kind of tuning, Ugh. and that just seemed like a giant it's pain. A pain. If you're actually using it on a regular basis, also I kind of want a harmonium. I know like Monica knows how to play because it it's like an Indian yeah. instrument. Because it's like it's like part keyboard, part accordion, part like they're really cool they're instruments. Cool. And I know Mon- Monica like I've seen her play it like she's really good. I like instruments. Yeah, they also had this other weird one. It was oh, it was an Indian banjo. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Not like a sitar. No. It was like a, it was part keyboard. It was also, it was kind of like a harmonium, huh. but it was more, it was like a keyboard guitar. Like, he strummed it, but it also had keys. And it was huh. like this cool, and he, the guy called it, they went to like this, and it's like a cultural place, and the guy, he called it an Indian banjo. Interesting. I've never that. seen it before. Yeah. All right. Uh, Blaze or Blaz Elias. I feel like we've had this guy before too. Blaz, Blaz, he's a drummer. Yeah, Blaz. I don't know. Drummer from Slaughter. There you go. He looks very happy. Seems like a pretty, pretty chill dude. Yeah. A lot of no, like a lot of open shirts. Yeah, that was definitely the time. <laughs> Chris Slade, another drummer. We've got a lot of drummers. Oh, I do. I definitely. You know this one. Do I? I think you do. Isn't it? Isn't the band Slade? No, that's not right. No. 
I mean, uh-huh. you know who the band is anyway. Yeah. I'll give you a clue. Do beep boop beep. <laughs> ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> beep, Dirty boop, deeds beep boop beep. That's in your head forever. Oh, I will never it? be able to hear that song. Thanks, Brian. Beep boop beep. Oh, look at this. Oh, Andrew asks what is happening. We're doing our rock card section where we open a pack of rock cards from 1991. Dude, we got another Chris Slade back to back. And it's only ever so slightly, like, it's like the camera is just... It's a zoom, back. it's a zoom out. It's the wide shot yeah, of ever the same, so slightly it's the same exact angle. shot. No, like his head's like tilted slightly forward. Okay. That's cheap. Well, as Mark Bolton pointed out, he lo- we've gotten really good feedback. This is, this, this show is slowly becoming Phil and Brendo open stuff. <laughs> yep. And Mark's actually said he's gonna send us, yeah, new, send new us things, things to open. Because we're, we're all we, about sending things to we open. We have about, what, 20 packs left, something like that? So we've got a little while, but yeah. we will run out. We'll run out by the middle of the year. Charlie Benante. Oh, we've had this guy too. Yeah. Drummer from Anthrax. Anthrax. We've definitely a lot of had drummers. This is a drummer this is drum heavy Because look, here's pack. another one. Another drummer, Kurt Meyer. Mayer. But Kurt is spelled K-H-U-R-T. Get out of here yes. with that. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this one. You ready? Yeah. Drummer for Salty Dog. Of course. One more reason. I bet Kurt. you that's not even his real name. Oh, I'm sure it's not. Who does that? Salty. They're, dude, even they're like their pictures. Dude, These guys. I, I have, it took me a while to find that music video. I wish I'd bookmarked it. Yeah. It took me a lot of searching, but I found the video. It's real bad. Dude, it says right here that he's joining his heroes, Buddy Rich and John Bonham, in the ranks of all time drum greats. Get the, get out of here. That's crazy talk. <laughs> all right. Mr. Weir would be very upset oh, with definitely. that. Because we all know Harold Weir's affection for Buddy Rich. Oh, I know. Who legit probably is the best drummer of all time. Well, up there with Kehurt Meyer. <laughs> all right, finally, Frank Bello, bass guitar. Oh, man, I know that one, too. Crap. Yeah? I think oh. I've been learning by now. He has a not-so-secret crush on Madonna. I wonder if that ever happened. He made news when he sent her a special invitation to attend the band's West Coast shows, complete with limo, champagne, and backstage passes. <laughs> That's a move right there. Yes. He dislikes the hassles of traveling on tour, but loves playing to the fans and the band, Anthrax. Hmm. And uh, we got a contest, and our, sticker, our sticker is... Freaks from the R.S. Sloan? What's the band? What is that band? Is that the band? R.K. Sloan, Freaks from the Fink Dimension. I don't even know. I don't know. It's a pretty cool little album cover. Yeah, but I have no idea what the band is. It looks like... I think the Fink's Dimension... I think this is the... Oh, this is. This is the Rat Fink artist. Oh. did all the artwork, but I don't know what band that is. Huh. Because it is. You see, it even has RF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, what's that guy's name? Crap. Oh, right. But it's that guy. It's the guy that does the R. rap R.K. Sloan. Yeah. So that's not him. Oh, that's, his, that's him. I think that it is. It must be. So I huh. don't know what that's for. I don't know. But there it is. Maybe it's just his artwork. It's got a bunch of swastikas on it, so that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's Rock Cards. Whew. We made it. Did it. You know what else we made? We made our shows available on Stitcher. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. If you go to uh, RadioBrendo.com, click the Stitcher link, you can uh, you can add us on Stitcher. If you haven't 
signed up for Stitcher. It's available on your mobile device for free or on the web or anywhere, really. Um, and we got all the Benby Network podcasts, and uh, be sure check those out. BenvyNetwork.com. Um, you got you know you got your Benview on Spielberg, your Comic Nerd Unite, which they haven't done an episode since October. What's going on, fellas? I don't know. I think they're on a on a break, taking a break. But I know Star Wars Nerd Unite going strong. Um, as I just <laughs> said that as I said type. that as Andrew typed Star Wars it. Unite going strong. Whoa. You got Artist Tree. You got Trent Talk. You got Ray Gun. You got the newer show Ray Gun Readers and Faux Boys. If you're into Doughboys, I know Mark Bolton's in the Doughboys. Yeah, so you should He's be probably listening. listening to Faux Boys. You got your Mandarin Orange show. Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Yeah, those are your shows. You got Popsicles. MBWS is Mr. Brendo's wrestling show. As Veronica pointed out, so I'm going to be a WrestleCon. I'm going to try and get some new bumpers since every bumper we have i can never not get rid of those bumpers because i don't think i can get the young bucks again i don't think i I don't even think i can get joey ryan because again like the wrestlers that we got back then are like super big time now but you get new guys guys saying mr brendo's wrestling show that's true and we also got to work on i gotta i gotta talk to nate maybe get a new song doing it's a whole rebranding thing it's a slow process yeah because it's a lot of work um, and like, hey, Nate, can you record a whole new song <laughs> for free, please? You might, uh, might want to do it. I could have, yeah. He's like, done good work. Nate is great. Ha! Nate is great. Yeah. You know what else is great? Saving money on hosting. It is. It is a great thing to do. be expensive and it's a time-consuming process. Finding a great host, well, we can save you that time. Check out Dream Host, the official host of Radio Brendo Man. And, uh, you can save $50 off your order by going to radiobrendo.com, clicking that link, and you will save $50 off. You'll also be helping paying our hosting costs when you do that because the $50 goes, savings goes to you and some money goes to our hosting account. We like that. And you can also, if you want to, directly donate to our hosting account. There's a link to do that people have done at that. RadioBrendo.com. And people have done that, and we always appreciate it. You know what else we appreciate? And what you appreciate is saving money. That's right. Amazon and Prime you can do is a that. great way to do that. Great way. I was just telling somebody um, at work about Amazon Prime Music because um, for testing, they, like, really, sh- like, tightened up the, like, firewall yeah. at work. So they've got, like, Pandora, Spotify blocked. But I'm like... They can't block Amazon because we use that all the time for stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, do you have Amazon Prime? And the guy's like, I do. And I'm like, well, have you tried Amazon Prime Music? And he didn't even know. There you go. And then and I'm like, look no at all this stuff. On that, is oh, dude, nothing. It's like it's like having Spotify Premium, right. but on Amazon that's Prime. I, like that, that, and that's it's, great. It's like a huge library. I've been in teachers' classrooms where they're pa- playing Pandora, and, and then, then like, like the a commercials commercial, come on. And that's weird. Like, yeah. you don't want to be playing commercials for kids at school. So Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, and you can make your own playlist. You can stream full albums, tons of them, all the latest new releases, all kinds of stuff. And um, watch shows like Family Ties. All kinds of great TV shows on their streaming library. There's all kinds of... I've been liking, watching a lot of weird wrestling that's on there. Uh, there's um, like a weird, weird... There's like this promotion in Utah that puts up their stuff on. Huh. And it's like... It's hilariously bad. Like hilariously bad um 
So that's fun. There's a lot of cool movies. Um, you know what's on there that you what's need that? to watch is uh, Swiss Army Man. Oh, is it really? Yes. Nice. Is on there. And uh, some other great stuff. They've also got, uh, you know, cool TV shows and cool things. Not to mention free two-day shipping, no minimum order size. I just, my uh, my fitted sheet on uh-huh. my bed, I don't know if it was when I did the laundry in the laundry or if I just, like, I don't know what happened, but there was a big hole in it, and it was getting bigger and bigger. So I'm like, I need to get a new sheet. Time for a sheet. And, man, I got one. I got a fitted sheet. Um and it was only eleven dollars, and it came the next day. What's your TC? Well, I didn't do. I did. Uh, I didn't go with the because these aren't cotton sheets, and that's oh, okay. a cotton thing. These are. I went. I. I have. I've never done it before, so I got a cheap one just to try it out. I did the microfiber. Oh, and it's actually. I'm really digging it, All and right. it's way cheaper because the last. Because I did have because these the, the original sheet set that I had for my queen bed I got when I got the bed and they're super expensive high thread count sheets and I just can't afford to replace them. Well, I mean because right. I remember just the fitted sheet was like thirty forty fifty maybe even fifty bucks. That's a lot for a sheet. And but oh my gosh, they were the most comfortable sheets of all time. <laughs> but um, and then I don't even have a like normal sheet because I get too hot. Yeah, and just, so that's not worth spending just money. Just fitted on. in a blanket. It fitted in a in in, the, in my um duvet cover and like comforter. Yeah, and so which duvet covers are also super expensive. Yes, they are. Um, so I'm I hope that one don't, thing doesn't get rid of that. that. Um, well, house stuff is stupid expensive. It's all really expensive, and I hate it because it's such a like right now I'm like. My bathroom is completely dark because I have to pay to replace the light bulbs. And they got these freaking floodlights. And I looked up and they're like $15 a pop. And I need three of them. Uh. And I'm like, ugh. And so I'm just like, how long can I go in the dark before I'm like, <laughs> like, I just can't. Like, they don't replace that for you? Nope. I already asked. Uh. I just, uh, we just had to like upgrade or like, you know, our kids' beds both transform and yeah. we had to put Audrey's to her like final stage. Yeah, the final form. And at, at once she's outgrown this final form, we have to new get her bed. a new bed. And I'm terrified. That's expensive. Yeah, but you can get a cheap twin bed. I know, but still. It's not, I mean, cheap is still not You're that still cheap. looking at a few hundred dollars. Yeah, for like something decent. Yeah. So Luke still has one more stage that he can go, but Audrey is at her final stage. I remember when we outgrew, we find I okay, like I'm no no joke. Didn't I slept in my kid bed, but it wasn't like a real kid bed because my parents were a little. They were very like again. My parents were. I think my dad was like, we're gonna get him something that can last forever. So we went immediately from crib to it was it's a twin. It was like a twin mattress. Yeah, in a twin bed. And these were like solid, they were super solid. Like, I think my, they spent a bunch of money up. So they were bunk beds, but you could take them and, yeah, you can separate them out. Separate them. So yeah. at a certain point, when my brother and I got our own rooms, we separated them. And I got the bottom bunk. So it was a little bit more solid than my brother's top bunk one. Right. And it also had drawers on the bottom, which was awesome. Oh, we, my brother and I had bunk beds like freaking that. drawers. Those drawers and I just, they were overflowing with books and stuff. And yeah. And so, uh, our kids will probably never do bunk beds because, like, you can't have like yeah. boy and girl bunk beds. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can, but you know, once you get to a certain age, though, they're kind of yeah, it's kind of not going to want to do that. Yeah. So, well, I uh, so so I slept in that bed until my 
freshman, I want to say my freshman year of high school. <laughs> and then finally it was like just, it was like, cause it got to the point where, again, it was like particle board and then you put the mattress on right. top. And so like there were quite a few big cracks. <laughs> cause not to mention my years of my brother and I wrestling. Right. And just like me getting bigger. And at one point, finally I'm like, my mom's like, all right. And so, but she had to go like as cheap as possible. So it was like basic metal. Yeah, like that frame, California the frame. The metal frame. Yep. And then a box spring and then a mattress. But it was our first, like real, like a real twin mattress with a real box spring. So it was like the most, it was huge step up. It was one of those things where until I like, I'm like, oh, this is what a real bed is supposed to feel like. <laughs> I, well, our, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm terrified as the getting, kids get older. But you get those metal frames. It's not that like it wasn't that horrible. But you have to do everything times two. Yeah, exactly. Because then my mom did. So even if those were like, let's say she did spend like three, four hundred bucks, that that means that's eight hundred dollars, yeah. and that's a big. Because like when I got my bed, luckily like um, John paid for him, and then I paid because like at the time, because I'm like I need a new bed because my bed was like destroyed it was like and again it was like it was time i was 30 years old i was still sleeping in a twin bed and because i had like a i had a dorm room bed stolen from like i think it was from like biola yeah dorms um and or maybe from concordia i don't remember that's what i slept in until we got married but i remember when because for a while i was had a bed frame and then an air mattress and then john and grace were nice enough i remember for my birthday they got me like a Twin mattress. I was like a big. I was like cause John just felt horrible. Like and and then so then I and then but then when John and I moved in went to our apartment in Irvine. That's when I got a real bed, which I need to fix my bed. It's all messed it's all up, falling apart. Well, because the guys didn't put it together correctly when they moved here, and then like it was just like a mess. And but anyways, well, when you do have to do that, a good place to get those things would be on Amazon. But once you get to, like, queen bed, it's all really expensive. It is. Even just the sheets. But I found, like I said, I found this great fitted sheet. Got here in one day. Yep. Because some stuff now is one day. And if you guys are going to buy stuff on Amazon, you want to help us out, go to RadioBrindo.com. Yeah. On the right-hand side, click the Amazon link and then shop as you normally would. And yeah. it will help us out. And then we'll talk about it on the show. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I saw a lot of people bought stuff. We got a Philips 9003 Vision Upgrade Headlight Bulb. So it's like I said, get your headlight bulb. Yeah, buy bulbs. your car stuff. And the great part about buying car stuff... Because you put your you just put make what, and model yeah. and you know you're going to get the right stuff. Right. It's easier than going into the Because here's a two-pack. even says right here, that doesn't fit yours. Yeah, it doesn't fit my Prius. it knows what you have. But Chin 74 for two headlight bulbs, that's a great yeah. deal. You're definitely getting better prices. Because I feel like AutoZone... like. They know they got you there, so like. Well, yeah, where they know where else you're gonna go if you need it now. Yeah. Plan ahead a day or two. You're golden. Yeah. All right, we got a. Speaking of. Yeah. We got a crib mattress pad, fitted quilted premium quality bamboo cover is soft, breathable, and provides comfortable sleep. Waterproof crib mattress protect. <laughs> mattress protect. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. We got Ardell multi pack Demi Wispies fake eyelashes. Oh. Just getting. And, and dressed up, dressed going up. out of the town. Yeah, professional healthcare eco lab revitalize hand lotion protects from chap, chapped and dry skin. I love that. That's like the description. Like yeah, this is like, like some goofy SEO. Yeah, yeah, like, but it's probably so people can find. I know because your actual title. I think you're more people. It's better keywords. People are just, just like this one. Much. This is great. This one. 
E. Nile Core short hair wig, 14 inches, 36 centimeters, straight flat bang, short bob hair, candy color, cosplay wigs, natural as real hair, plus free wig cap, blue. parentheses blue. I mean, that is a really long description. For a wig. For a wig. A blue wig. It's a cool looking wig. It's a pretty sweet blue wig. $15.48. That's a freaky looking mannequin head they got that thing on. It is. I think the wig is cool. The mannequin head is pretty scary. It's very scary. Mannequin, mannequins, you know me, I'm terrified of mannequins. Well, yeah. And it's got a little wig cap. Cause you put the cap on. Yeah, that's how, hold your actual that's hair. It's a secret. Yep. That I never learned as a kid. You didn't know that? No. That's how they do it. Yeah, well, that's I how... would have done a lot better when I wore those wigs. <laughs> had... Or your Halloween costumes would have really stepped up. Yeah. All right. There was also, like, in, uh, in, at Edge, like our youth group, uh-huh. whenever there was skits, skits, I was, it was a common thing for me to wear women's, I was always like, they would dress me as a girl sometimes. It was good. funny. Yeah. You're tall. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> So that happened a few times. Um, Inspector Flytrap in the President's Main is missing. Nice. These are, I'm guessing, a book series. Uh, Inspector Flytrap. Inspector have Flytrap. I have, yes. Welcome to Inspector Flytrap's Detective Agency, home to the world renowned solver of big deal mysteries. This sounds like something we would come up with. Oh, this is great. Luke reads these. Inspector Flytrap, a Venus Flytrap, works tirelessly with his assistant Nina the Goat. A goat. <laughs> Why does it say Nina the Goat? Comma, her name a is goat. Nina the Goat. No. And she is a goat. On his community's unsolved cases. These are New York Times bestsellers. Oh, they're great. Very funny. Very, There's very no funny. case too big, but there are definitely cases too small for this endearingly self-important plant detective. It's gotta be a big deal case for him to solve it. Huh. Oh, this sounds fun. Okay, I'll give you an example of one that Luke read. Um, the uh, he's investigating this uh, this Leonardo da Vinci painting. There's like a strange substance on it, and he finds out through like investigation that Leonardo da Vinci sneezed while he was painting it, and it's like his booger is on the <laughs> painting. So uh, that's actually a plot of one of the stories. That's fun. As you can see, it's perfect for kids of his uh, age. In interest. What's a one star? Like, what do people have a problem with it? Who, who's complaining about this that's buying this? Not suitable for children. Yeah, because it talks about boogers. It's along the lines of, like, Captain Underpants. So, if really, if you can't, if your kid can't handle boogers, if you can't handle your kid talking about boogers, that's just stupid. No. What kid, what parent is that? Oh, what are we, like, in the Victorian age or something? Well, these are the same people that got Captain Underpants banned as one of the oh. most challenged books. So dumb. you got to be kidding me that you, if you believe that your kid doesn't know about boogers and talk about boogers, if you're not listening, Well, that's like, worry, it's, it's also like you forgot what being a kid is. Yeah. Because being a kid is all about boogers and farts. Oh, my and, gosh. Absolutely. And, and <laughs> to pretend that that doesn't exist is a fruitless endeavor. Beulah S. Coin. I'm just, I'm just, that gonna, sounds I like wanna, a fake name. Well, it is a verified purchase. Well, oh, she's from Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, come on. Well, if you can't have no boogers, well, but she food. really enjoys the Americans and Fisher Price Thomas the Train. She has great grandkids, but cannot handle Inspector Flight. really love this slow cooker. I oh, don't think her. these books should be read by children. The language in your face and meanness of the books were a real disappointment. Oh, 
Oh, Phil's oh. getting Phil's getting upset. I mean, it's just stupid. I purchased them for my six-year-old granddaughter to read and waited too long to review them before deciding I cannot give them to her. I will destroy all three books I ordered since it's too late to oh return them. God. Not even give them to a library because she doesn't think... She doesn't believe that children should know about boogers. You should not. Yeah. <laughs> should I can't believe anybody's like... It's just, there's no just smack sad. talk here. It's just sad. I'm surprised. That poor granddaughter. Like, come on. Again, if you think your granddaughter doesn't know about boogers. She wants to give her a Snapsy the Alligator. It's a good book, but I was hoping for a great book oh to gosh. give our she little ones. She sounds like a real charmer to be hanging around. She likes the queen. Ugh. I mean, that's fine, but seriously. She likes boss. Yeah, Andrew writes in the thing, Beulah supports book burning. <laughs> seriously. Cloud I'm, tea monkeys. That's her choice. Ugh. She, her, it's, that's just sad. This is weird that I can just go through everything. See what she likes. What's what she reviewed? Stuff. She's one of those people that reviews everything. Yeah. Oh, Anna Green Gables coloring books. She likes that. The Guardian season three. She likes a lot of BBC shows. Yeah. But not boogers. But not boogers. How dare you? And she likes, she's a Mac person. Boogers are funny, man. They're funny, and everybody knows this, about them. This lady buys a lot of stuff. She reviews a lot of stuff. Toby Keith, gross. <laughs> there you go. That's all I needed to know. All right. What we else? also got Inspector Flytrap and the goat who chewed too much. Ah, that's good. Then we got an IXCC 10 feet long micro USB to USB 2.0 cable, a male micro to micro B charge and sync cord for Android, Samsung, Windows, MP3 camera, and other device. <sighs> oh my gosh. That's a charging cable. Yeah, that's, it's, it's so excessive, but you know, get what you got. Venetian masquerade mask, women's sexy black glitter fancy cat lace eye mask. I'm guessing someone's either going out on the town or they're doing a costume of some sort, maybe some cosplay. Maybe. It's a cat mask. Could be just like a costume. Luxury and sexy cat face. Can we keep cat sexy? I don't, that's You're weird. Not, that's not for you. We're bordering on furry <laughs> stuff at this point. For a Christmas party. Perfect cat woman costumes for adults. Sexy costume accessories with cat carnival masks. Make yourself look awesome in the party. Okay. Great masquerade for meeting some awesome guys. That's some good. I love the just that's that's good stuff. My mailbox goes to Florida, then to the Dominican Republic. Will this arrive in time for Halloween if I order today? <laughs> that's not really a question about the item. I need this mask for an event. This is all like, will I get this by? I don't think people understand how. How do Amazon... ribbons keep the mask in place? You can tie it at the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> how does mask work? We just tie them at the back of the head. Whoa, you tie the mask. This is shocking. Okay. That's funny stuff. Ooh, we got a one star. All right, what's a one star of a sexy cat mask? sexy cat mask. The straps are just ribbon, so if you want it to stay on your head, you need to tie it super tight. It also didn't curve. People don't know how masks work. Like, oh, this is great. This is great. I bought this for Halloween but never used it. I just painted my face instead. <laughs> I feel like it's way harder to paint your yeah, face than like, like get a mask. To tie a knot? Like, that's not... Oh, Andrew says he can, he's been waiting for a Kickstarter thing since December. Oh. Well, you're going to get it this week. Oh, here's the true one star. The product was defective. One of the whiskers was defective when it came in the mail. Uh-oh. 
defective whisker. The whisker was right in front of my eye. The fur on the bottom is unevenly distributed, and it got in my nose when I tried on the mask. The ears look more like pig ears <laughs> than like cat ears in reality. The product was defector. Defective. The manufacturer refunded my money when I said it was defective. Then why are you one-starring it? Because the product was defective, but as they you, said. They resolved your issue. It looks more like pig ears. That's funny. Dude, I think you're expecting way too much it's from a, an eleven dollar cat mask. Yeah, like it's not going to actually make you look like a cat. It's a costume. They do kind of look like pig ears. I don't know. Whatever. It's a cat. It's a mask. <laughs> I think you're putting way too much emphasis on mask. I agree. It's mask. Ah. All right. What else do people buy? Uh, they bought some other things. We got a, oh, here we go. Asus E200HA portable lightweight 11.6 inch Intel quad core laptop, 4 gigabyte RAM, 32 gigabyte storage, Windows 10 with one year Microsoft Office 365 subscription. Nice. And we so got, you got a, new a nice little netbook ish there that runs Windows 10. Sweet. Not super, but for $199, I mean, that's a, that's, that's fantastic. It's a great little machine. Runs Office. Um, I mean, like, the specs, they're not, like, below your face-off specs, but, I mean, you can run Windows 10, you can browse the web, you can do, I mean, you're not be doing any hardcore gaming on it or anything like that, but... I think for $199, that's a pretty fantastic deal. Job done. So that's nice. What else? Nice is pretty good stuff. Um, but that's, that's impressive. We got an Earthkind Botanical Rodent Repellent. Hmm. Four pouches, 125 square feet per pouch. You tried anything like this? Well, I mean, we are fortunate where we are. We don't have rodents in the house of gophers. Well, I think this is like a... Is this for like outside? I think oh. that's... I mean, it's for... But it's botanical. That means well, it's I safe. think that means... Yeah, exactly. It's not okay. poison. So you haven't had... You had mice in your garage, didn't you? Nope. Never have had rodents. Never? Nope. I've had... And when I was in Big Bear, like in... In the mountains, that's where you deal with it, you know. But not down here. I had, I had a lizard a in our garage. I've had a couple times we've had lizards come in there and die. Man, I remember these freaking apartments where my mom lived. Well, actually, you came to visit, and like the one of the last straws for my mom, like, and this might have led to her like prematurely, because like I think she was on the fence moving yeah. back to Wisconsin, and one of the reasons why she was going to move was because this was the cheapest place she could find in the area and and but they were not they were small and there were rats not inside yeah but around though they would get in like because there would be, people would have barbecues and stuff and there would be rats and they would like if you you had to make sure that you cleaned your grill like completely because otherwise the rats would come in and like eat all your like drippings and huh. stuff but the fact that there was even a rat problem in freaking Carmel Valley and like a nice for the amount yeah. of money that you were paying like I've never rats don't lived, care how much you pay. I've never lived anywhere that had a rodent problem except for that place and that was by far like the most expensive Apartments. I don't think you. I think maybe it's too cold here or something. Mm. I don't know because I've never. I mean, definitely. I know there are cockroaches. There's a big issue around town at mm. times, but uh, never rodents. Well, these are all natural. I hope they work for you. Which means, again, growing up in Big Bear, like I'm like very those, familiar with that. Also, these all natural ones isn't that just like questionable? Like a lot of times they don't work as well as just straight up poison, but. 
you also don't necessarily want straight up poison in your house. Especially if you have pets or children. Exactly. So sometimes you gotta do with maybe not quite as effective, but also won't kill someone. Corn cob chips. Essential oils. Oh man. It's got patchouli in it. That'll scare anyone away. <laughs> do I really need this product in Florida? Depends on if you have rats. Yes, Florida has rats, rats, mice, squirrels. We're talking about a whole state here. Yeah, like that's not... I'm in Florida and rats jumped off the coconut trees to my roof and got into my <laughs> attic. What a mess. That's such a, like, that doesn't answer, that's not a real question. Does it repel spiders also? Oh my gosh. Okay. There are 74 questions. Like, it, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Smells nice. Doesn't work. I bought this product with a healthy dose of skepticism. No, that says skepticism. Skepticism, <laughs> yes. It's for a septic tank. <laughs> yes. I researched and decided that there is enough positive reviews that I bought it for when I winterized my camper. Okay. I don't know. So some people say it seems to work. Other people say it doesn't. Again, I think your mileage is going to vary. It depends Garbage. on it. Those rodents ran around as if this wasn't even there. Waste of money. Keeps the varmints out of the garage. Lizards and spiders don't like the smell, and I don't like lizards and spiders. A lot of people say it smells good. Well, because so it's good. all those essential oils. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, I feel like it's it's gonna your mileage is gonna <laughs> as vary. Bad as DJT. What's DJT? Donald J. Oh yeah. <laughs> Used a bunch of them at same time. Don't work. Well, I'm curious to hear how it works. Let us know. The mice here were not impressed. Work. If it works for you, you can buy more. I think that's good advice. I think what they're saying because the title is only buy it once. If it works, great, but it might or may, it might not, you know. Yeah. Keep searching. Doesn't work. That one says mice droppings were all over it. I think because, like, we, um, you know, we've used various things, you know, like in the in our garden, I've got the traps, but I don't want to put poison out there, you know. Yeah. So it took me a while of experimenting before I came upon the thing that worked for our gophers, which is the black hole thing. But mm. I tried other stuff. I also tried stuff to keep the cats away, and they don't care what you put out. There's no such thing as a cat repellent. They'll do what they want to do. Well, the only thing you can really keep a cats away is, like, the hose. Well, yeah, but, I mean, even then, <laughs> they'll come back. Yeah. When you're not there, they don't care. Okay, then, well, then this guy is going the traditional, you got mouse traps. It's probably, I mean, that's 12. good. I think it's good to have multiple These fronts. are, like, the traditional, with the little... Little fake cheese. Scented plastic. Yep. And I mean, mouse traps. Those can work, but they're also gross. Yeah, but they do their job. It's true, and that's what happens. I'll tell you. Okay, because again, you know, growing up in Big Bear, and then I also my dad worked at camps and stuff, so I've dealt with rodents many, many years. And the best one that they always would do is they would take a jug, like you know, from milk or whatever, you know, like a, a gallon of milk kind of thing, mm -hmm. and you just put like. I don't know, like a, you fill it up like a third of the way with water and then float something in it like cheese or, uh, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Something that'll smell good to them. Mm -hmm. And they'll crawl in to get it and they can't crawl back out. And we would just have like five or six of them just floating in there dead. Seriously, try yeah, it. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that. 
I'm just saying, you know, in case in case there you go. in case that's a good tip. It's really cheap to do and so it's, it's like very a effective. Jug? Yeah, just like a jug. Like it's got to have a like narrow a milk top, jug? like a milk jug, so that they can't because they can't climb back out that curved surface. Yeah. They can get in the hole, but then they can't get back out and they drown. It's like um, John and John used to because um, we had a lot of produce mm-hmm. and so we had fruit flies. But oh, yeah. then you know the easiest thing to do for fruit flies is you get a bowl, you fill it with water. And um and then you put like uh you put something to entice them uh-huh. like some sugar or something but then you put you put a little bit of soap and That's they enough. land on the water and then they can't, can't get out because yeah. the soapy wa- it, the the viscosity yep. of the water and then you just get all and then they're just it would kill like in that we don't you always and then when it gets too many dead ones and you just dump it out and put it and that that would keep them all that yeah. would that was like the best thing to do with those. Well, hopefully, I, tell, I hope someone tries that because I want to hear how it works for you. That that used to be like the number one thing when I was growing up. So the jug, the jug, dead. But then you got to deal with floating mice. Well, I mean, you've got a trap. You got yeah, a dead. But one way or another, you're dealing with dead mice here. Yeah, memory foam solutions, twin size, two inch thick gel swirl, visco elastic memory foam mattress pad, bed topper, made in the USA. Yeah. Memory foam is the bomb. That's the, I don't know how we ever slept dude, before we had memory I, foam. Now that I have, well, I got, I, I went like all. I have like the memory foam mattress. Yeah, we just have the topper still, but dude, that's that is it's magical. I can go back. Yeah. I know some people it's not their thing, I, and like different people like different ways. But when we go to hotels now, it yeah. used to be when we go to a hotel, you're like, oh, this is great. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get back to my, yeah. my, my memory foam. It's just so much better. I love it. Yeah. I love that whole like just like just kind of sinking. It just in the forms bed. you, but it's just yeah. firm enough that yeah. it supports you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like soft and mushy. No, it's it's perfect. Perfect. Although it was funny when my mom slept in my bed, she like didn't like it because she's like, "It's your, it's formed to <laughs> it's you." Like your psycho bed. Yeah. it's got your impression in it, yeah. <laughs> like mother. <laughs> So she she ended up sleeping like crossways <laughs> to make her own shape. She's like, I can't sleep in your shape. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah. Okay, then we got Tape Kinetics Premium Kinesiology Tape. It's like like, like medical tapeish oh, like, stuff. No, it's big in wrestling. Yeah, and other athletic things because you can like tape up if you have like shoulder problems mm-hmm. and other problems and back issues and tape it up. Put tape on it. I couldn't use it. Way too hairy. Way <laughs> too hairy. It would not work for me. No. Nope. It would just it would just rip it all out. <laughs> Absolutely useless for me. Leave the braces and restrictive athletic tape behind. Say hello to full range of motion. Yeah. It's, it's a, just someone ask a question about being hairy at the bottom. Please tell me someone does. Is it for me? Kineology, kinesiology tapes... Might look like it's just for elite athletes and physical therapists. This is not the janky white athletic tape your high school coach used to mummify your ankle before soccer <laughs> practice. Alright, go down to the questions. Questions, here we go. Well, let's stay on for scuba diving. This tape, what does it work for? It can take <laughs> off pressure of over, I think this is a three pack. Can it cover up a foot tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> How long is the roll? Is it good for chest? Can this tape be used on children? Is it good for chest? (laughs) I want to use this tape on the base side of my thumb. 
It's a short three-inch strip. When I swim for one and a half hours, will this stay on for that long? I'm not an unbiased customer, but I am the owner of Tape Kinetics, and my co-founder and I have both used it for swim practice on our shoulders, as we are both triathletes. Whoa. Well, okay. <laughs> Nobody Lundy asking about Dara. hair. Is the tape waterproof? Will this work for hip pain? Does this absorb water? Well, I, I think the thing is that people who are hairy like me just know better. Like, tape is pointless. But hopefully that works for you because you're not covered in hair. All right, we got a... Uh, yeah, because I know that, like, I know there was a wrestler that, in order to put Kinesio tape on, he shaved his back. Uh-huh. And he had to have somebody shave his back, like, before That is not a pleasant thing. No. For anyone. Alright, we got our, don't forget, check out our Facebook group and our subreddit. Um, those are, links to those are on our radiobrendo.com. Uh, yep. And uh, we also got our Clicker Heroes clan. Join and, that. Well, we can't, uh, mine's full. Oh yeah, that's right. You got to come full. Well, ours is full too. Should we have somebody make another Someone one? Someone needs to make another somebody one. Somebody wants to make another one, they definitely can. The Mandarian Orange Show one is full. Yeah. We're, uh, we're a little behind you guys, but I haven't one, been on one in a of while. our guys is like climbing up there. Yeah, I mean, we got Craig from the Res. Yeah, he's not Kermit. he's not quite there, but Craig he's from definitely... the Res is like super elite status. Are you moving up and moving, moving up? But not not that you much. Ascended yet? I've I've ascended a bunch yeah. of times, but well, I've not good. transcended. Doing that. Yeah. Have you Have you gotten any ancients? Are you? Yeah, you I've been like four souls? or five ancients. But I heard you supposed. To, well, how about ancient souls? Have oh, you gotten any of those yet? Not, no. Those are the things when you transcend, you get them. Oh no, says, I haven't gotten that yet. You haven't gotten any to tra- to the point where it says you've earned one or two. Nope. If you transcend, nope. so you got a ways to go. I do. I, I think I'm at ten. I'm tr- I, I mean, here's the thing. thing: I still probably play around with it more than I should, but I'm trying to like actually be productive, <laughs> which is challenging with that thing sitting around. Yeah, it's true. Um, I know you skipped Kickstarter, but this is the oh, yeah. last episode before I'm going to be shipping stuff out. Be sure to so, send your update information if you haven't yet. Update your I shipping didn't information. Do that intentionally. No, I know, I know. I just I want to make sure well, that I'm we used that. to skipping it. I know, but there is actual news because I'll be shipping stuff out this weekend, and so I want to make sure that yeah. if you have a new address, that you get it to me. Also, be sure to check out myvacationpants.com and Mandarin Orange Show. So yes. your other projects. Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Good things happening. Check um, out places. my other projects. MBWS, Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show, and Popsicles, and um, we're working. I've been reading a lot of Brax comics lately, and I'm, I think we did a real our comic is really funny. That's good. It holds up. It does, and it's crazy. Like I'm reading these, and they were like from like five six years ago. Yeah, and man, we really did that for a while. Yeah, on a consistent basis. Right. We're going to do our annual well, Long Beach. I've, I've got one. Hey, we have a bunch of cons this year. If you do one for every con we're at, we we'll might hit 500. 500. I think we will. That's this the plan year. this year. That's the plan. So maybe by Long Beach Comic Con in October. Then we'll be at 500. We'll be at 500. All right. Okay. Well, um, that's at BraxComics.com if you want to check it out. And we also got MountainRoomEscapes.com. If you're heading to the Big Bear, Southern California area, it's a great time to go. It's lovely up there in the snow and in the nice mountains. And you can do a room escape, and you can do it for cheap if you use the code Radio Brendo Man on the website. You get $5 off each ticket, and you get a special exclusive gift at the game. They just opened their new bonus room. It's open? Well, well bonus they have the bonus room. room. When's the new room? Friday they launched the new room. Ooh. This Friday. So, like, the day after you hear this... Or the day after Come this comes out. Come check out the new room. New room. So they have second room plus their bonus room completely redone. 
all themed. They used my idea for that and for the second room, so I'm very excited. Well, there you go. I got I got some good stuff in it's there. Vecchio project. Yeah. And um, yeah, definitely check that out. It's if you want to ever if you ever wanted to see the land of the Vecchios, that's where it is. Come on up to Big happened. Bear, meet some Vecchios. Yeah. And uh, check out a fun room escape at mountainroomescapes.com. We got a bunch of appearances coming up. Yeah, let's rattle these off real fast. So February 18th and 19th, that's this Saturday and Sunday, we will be at Long Beach Comic Expo. Go to longbeachcomicexpo.com for all the deets. Two panels. Buy your tickets. We're going to be doing panels on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Podcast advocates on Sunday. Webcomics advocates on Saturday. We got some new blood in the webcomics panel. We got our new Josh moderator. Our new Josh. Josh Forbes. And we got a new panelist. Well, maybe. We have not confirmed that. Oh, I thought you did. She confirmed for WonderCon. Oh, well, why yes. didn't you confirm her for Long Beach? WonderCon. Why didn't she? Not sure about if she's going to be she, at that. She stuff. should. She's not Seems. sure if she's going to be there. Oh. Yeah. Well. Not exhibiting. Well, there you go. Well, she'll be at WonderCon. WonderCon, yes. We got, this is just penciled in here, March 12th. Me, you, Andrew, and Derek will all be at LA Comic Book Sci-Fi Convention. We'll be selling all the great goods. We got lots of good stuff. Yeah. If you're into Disney pins. Disney pins. And Derek's got a, quite the collection of collectibles. You got your Lego and a yeah, bunch Lego of other stuff. Figures. I'm going to have some Amiibos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You got duplicates? Uh-huh. I got some duplicates. I got some... I got a lot of good... I got new stuff and some classic I've things. got a lot of comic books and other things. And you can get um, details, comicbooksci-fi.com, but that's going to be at the Reef. That's like downtown, right? Sure. I feel like it's downtown. I don't know. I just, I just follow where Google tells me to go when I'm out there. It's I, called I the Reef. It it's a big building. Oh, he's going to... Andrew might have Disney Infinity with him. Oh, there you go. Did that sell last time? I don't think so. Did you try and sell those last time? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I think I think the ship has sailed on that one. I don't know. Seeing as how they're like, I've seen them in like the like, dollar, yeah, pennies. Um. All right. Well, we got some more. We're we're gonna have a bigger booth. That's right. We're expanding. We're expanding. Um. So we also got March seventeenth through the nineteenth. You will. We just found out you won't be there because you can't look at your calendar. I'm gonna be um, in New York. We've talked about this for like weeks. And, and you weeks. didn't realize that you're not even gonna be in no, town. I told Janelle well, about it, and she's like. Uh, you know we're gonna be in New York at that well, time. Well, I'm probably gonna be there. We're still waiting back to hear if we may or may not be recording Maybe something. Maybe doing something. Um, that's the Arcade Expo in, uh, in Banning. It's March 17th through the 19th. ArcadeExpo.com for tickets. Um, if you like video games, it's, there's like I'm 800 so pinball machines. There's like 500 arcade games. Phil. It's cause they used, to, the other ones were in like January. No, they've done it. Last year it was in March also. Was it? No, it was in January. No, I think it was They in had January. to move it because the city right. was being stupid. But I just like, in my brain, I just thought, okay, well, that's not during our spring break because it never has also, been. Also, your spring break is during a weird time this year. It is. What's well, totally different than it has been. So, it's messing me up. Because my spring break, they already gave us the calendar for next year and it's the same exact block. Yeah. Ours never changes. Moved, this one is completely moved around. So, anyway. I, so I was freaking out. I just hope WonderCon's not the same weekend as WrestleMania next year. They can't. That can't happen. Well, they again. moved that because that used to be on Easter weekend. Yeah. So I was like thinking it was Easter weekend. So that's why Janelle made me sit down with my calendar and like 
actually write all the things Put in all on our the family conventions. Because this is a lot of stuff. It is, and it, it was kind of a mess all over the place. So the fact that you already you can't you've. You definitely put the big cons in. Make sure you have those in your freaking calendar. I, I have them. I, yeah, right. It's all there now. Well, um, so that's the 17th and through the 19th. March 28th through April 3rd, I will be in Orlando for WrestleMania. I'm going to be all over the place. If you listen to MBWS, um, mbwspod.com, you can hear more details. But I will be going to several independent shows, and then I'll be at WrestleMania. But the big thing is... I'm going to be recording an episode of MBWS at WrestleCon. That's on Saturday. I want to say, crap, let me look at the calendar real quick here just so I don't mess it up. It's going to be on Saturday, April 1st. Not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> but if you're going to be at uh, WrestleCon, um, I might I might want to have you come by. Come talk to Brando. Right now, I'm I'm not having a lot of luck. You get it. You get it. I'm gonna you. end up having to pay Virgil fifty dollars, and I just don't want to do that. A fulfilling prophecy, my friend. I know, but right now I'm having no luck. Offer him twenty. I know he won't do it for twenty. <laughs> You'll get someone. If I did it for twenty, I'd also have to take him for lunch somewhere. It'd be great. You lunch. have not met Virgil, dude. I know. You don't want to meet Virgil. Maybe I do. No, you don't. Sounds like a nice fella. No. <laughs> Well, while you're hanging out with him, I'm going to be hanging out at WonderCon in Anaheim. Yeah, we are confirmed. Um, we will be doing our panel there, details TBA, because we can't give them. Right. Um, but that's comp- tickets are going super fast for WonderCon. There are still badges left, but that's comic con- comic-con.org slash WCA where you get those badges. It's going to be in Anaheim, back in Anaheim. Now you won't be there. I won't be there, but, but you will be the there. Panel, I'll be there with new Josh, new Josh, Patrick, and, and that Madeline. one. Madeline will be joining us there, so that's very exciting. And that's our new lineup for the webcomics advocates. Yeah. But then I'll be in the future ones. Yeah. But uh, just that one, um, just WrestleMania, man. Uh, and also, I'm going to be at Universal Orlando. If anybody's got the Universal hookups, which apparently that's a thing. A Hook lot of people. Up. I know a lot of people coming out for WrestleCon that are going to Universal for free. And um, yeah, why on Google Earth is the address for the Pinball Museum an empty lot? That's pretty accurate. Because that's basically what it is. It's a big, giant, like warehouse area that he owns, and he opens it up once a year. He's Willy Wonka of pinball. Yeah. He opens it up once a year for the public to come in. And he has a bunch of property because there is a big, large, empty place yeah. where they have people park and they have camping. Yeah. And then there's some buildings where the – it's a giant – it's cra- it is. It's like going to the chocolate factory because yep. it's this dude's private collection. And he wants – and he wants to open it to the public and they won't let him. Darn it. I mean to – I mean, I guess it might be. We've always we've always joked around that it might be for the best because if it was open, we'd probably live there yeah. and we wouldn't be doing this show because yeah, we'll we'd be over there. I'm playing, I'm pretty much live I'm there. Playing Pepper Two. The day that place opens to the public and they offer a season pass, that's kind of the end of my life as I know it <laughs> because I might just be living at that arcade. It'll be post post pinball museum. But uh yeah, so um that's happening. We got um I'm I'm in the co- I'm in the contact with these guys. Um nothing confirmed yet, but it does sound good. Um uh, May 13th Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario and that's comicconrevolution.com. I'm just excited that there's a convention happening nearby at the Ontario Convention Center. 
Um, that's Ontario, California. I know I have to keep saying that, but yeah, they're people always like, oh, Canada? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, we're going to Canada. That would be cool. I would do it. If, but, if uh, Ontario, Canada wants to invite us, I am down. Yeah, definitely. Let them know. Um, but Comic-Con Revolution, very excited about that. March, I'm sorry, just March. <laughs> March. But that's May 13th. July 19th through the 23rd, that is San Diego Comic-Con. That is comic-con.org. They keep teasing it. I think registration is going to be happening very, very soon. soon. So get ready. If you haven't signed up for your Comic-Con ID, do that now if you have any interest. I know the hotel lottery is happening soon. Um, hold on to your butts if that's what you're <laughs> having to do. Cause man, I, I, I was going back through every once in a while. Um, I've been on the, this, on the, on the, um, Facebook, like flashback, it'll pop up. Oh, I just got screwed over by travel planners. It's like 2008, 2009. Right. Man, don't where, miss any of that. Where are you guys? Are you guys going to be at Andrew's again? Andrew, are you good for Comic Con? Like badge wise? Yeah, sure. You're good, Andrew. I already, he keeps asking me. Like you're good. I good? You're good. Right, is, is everyone staying at Andrews? Oh yeah, we're staying at, we're staying at Andrews, but as far as bad stuff. Got any, uh, extra room down there? We are full. At Andrews? We're full. What about a floor? You guys Why? got a floor? What do you? Might need a floor. Why? Might need a floor. You're not taking your family this year? My family's gonna be coming back from being gone for a month. My family might not want to be going down. Just for you, we, m- that's up to Andrew. Alright, well. Keep it in mind. What your Janelle doesn't want to go? It's it 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 depends. If they get if we get the podcast advocates, then she, I can get her to go. But other than that, um, it's possible. What's up, Steve? We'll see. Well, we could probably you could probably fit. It, well, we'll see. You'd be, you'd be you'd be sleeping on the floor. I don't mind sleeping on the floor. All right, we'll see. We'll talk about it. There's definitely space. All right. I just, I'm not, I'm not, it's not my room. Why well, not? I'm asking because so, Andrew's in the chat. Well, there you go. For those that know. For those of this really interesting, captivating. All right, well, let's but, move along here. This is, is captivating. I don't know if we've talked right. about this much, but well, Comic-Con I mean, we've Springs, talked about it, but we haven't gotten the new news. So the new news is we are on. We get a room? We, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not, nothing is final finalized, but, but we have been approved. Good. To basically book a room again, more or less. I, I'm, I'm talking with the guy, but he's... We're still in talks, doing all, so we might... going to be exciting. It might be a return to form. It, it's going to be, yeah, it'll be, so there'll be some tweaks. But we'll, we'll definitely... We're going to have a lot of programming of this thing again. Comic-Con one, Palm Springs. It'll be, again, basically be once more BenviewCon in Palm Springs. It's going to be fantastic. BenviewCon at Comic-Con Palm Springs. It's um, gonna be sweet. So that's ComicConPalmSprings.com. Tickets are already on sale. If, if last year was any indication, this year is gonna be crazy town. Well, just talking with, uh, with got big plans. over there, it's gonna be off the chain this year, and I'm super excited, and I was like worried because- Cause we thought I this thought thing already got be, too big. But no, he was like, yes, let's do it. I, I presented the things I have in mind. I talked about what we did last year, and he's like, yes. Let's do it. But all he said is the only thing I ask is it's got to be bigger and better. Everything is going to be bigger well, and better this year. Well, everything definitely so is a few months bigger. like Donkey Kong. So that's Comic Con Palm Springs. That's August 25th through so the 27th. August 25th through the 27th. Um, we also got Long Beach Comic Con, the big dog. That's, uh, that's going to be September 2nd and 3rd. And then 
the super exciting thing because they keep on teasing. We're only a few more days until the big announcement happens. LAPodfest.com in October. It really sounds like it's going to be at the Biltmore Hotel. Interesting. Which is... Is that where they started? No. Okay. This is a super nice hotel. But like nice in the old school Hollywood sense. Um, I, I still, I, I, cause their survey, cause they did ask, is it okay? Do you mind if we don't have it all? But just all the clues they've been, they've been giving That's clues on their yeah. Facebook. Cause my other guess was a bunch of people were guessing the Queen Mary, but they said it's in LA. Yeah. And so my other guess is the comedy store because whatever they're doing, it sounds like it's very haunted. And I know the comedy store is purportedly super haunted, but I just don't know if they could pull off having multiple rooms. Because the comedy store has like two main rooms, so I'm like, you could do two things, but I don't know if you could really do a full-on festival there. Yeah. So I feel like I'm definitely leaning towards the Biltmore Hotel. We're only have a few more days before we find out. It used to be really dumpy. You yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. The Biltmore? Yeah. It was really, really bad. It was but they've small, restored but it. they built more. Um, I just saw what Steve wrote in the chat about saying Andrew's sleep place. Sleep on a hanger on a hook like Animal in the Muppets Family <laughs> Christmas. Or like in the bathtub. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, but yeah, so LAPodfest.com coming really soon. Andrew <laughs> says I remember when it was the built less. <laughs> it's good. But LAPodfest, I... You guys all know that that's a big, huge deal for us. Every year, the last two years, it's just, last year, we never, we didn't think we could, I mean, the first year we talked to Marin. I don't know if anything will ever top that, but yeah, last, last year, year as a whole yeah, it was, was amazing yeah. where we pretty much ran that room. We, we talked to Neil Schweiber. Like for me, that's the pinnacle right there. Yeah. That was pretty great. So who knows what's going to happen this year? Yeah. I actually, I have, I have some mini plans. Yeah. I have some plans, plans for PodFest. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about like maybe bringing in some of our own guests. Really? Like some big guns. Interesting. Um, in early, early, early trying, I'm making something happen. All right. We've already, I've already talked about this with you, but, uh, I think it might happen. Okay. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about I now? I know what you're talking about. I think it's possible. That's pretty sweet. I've made some early, very early. Alright. It's very possible. Might be further upping our Radio Bruno Man. I, if, if it's what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been talking to some people. Okay. Well, be prepared. All right, we got Etsy.com um, slash shop slash Crude Inc. That's our friends at Crude Inc. That's Teresa's. I did talk to her a little bit more. She's doing their social media and some other stuff for them. But they make some cool vinyl artwork. Yeah, they do. It's very cool. Check it out. I want to get one. All right, we did rock hard last time. And, man, we are, we got to we fly. Well, done. I'm doing lightning Let's round. Fly. Lightning round. You went on a date day. So now I, my, the kids went with my parents for the weekend. Um, too. They stayed at like a boat right by a Long Beach Comic Convention. Mm-hmm. They have like boats that are like parked. Yeah. And they like, but they're set up like a hotel. Yeah. And they stayed in there. So they that's went and did that. Really cool. That's how a lot of those boats make money when they're not being used. Right. So Janelle and I went, what do we always do when the kids are away? We go to the movies. We go to the movies. We saw four movies in the theater, uh, yesterday. What did you see? Or was that two days ago? No, that was yesterday. I don't even know what today is. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. It was yesterday. So we saw 
Hidden Figures. Yeah, it was a, I heard that movie was amazing. Oh my gosh. I am so happy I saw it in the theater. I know Brian and I know Carson and Courtney. Oops. <laughs> I really got to oh, stop Oh, no. This is why your brother can't date somebody oh, for many years. Oh, he doesn't listen to this. That's fine. What if I do that at you the freaking best You cannot do that. Speech? Oh, my gosh. Carson and Rebecca. Oh, dude. Brendan is bright red right now. My brother dated a woman for like five years and then they broke up. It's really hard to like freaking <laughs> deal with that. All right. And now he's getting married to yet. another woman who's amazing. Yes. You don't need to see my identification. Oh, gosh. I really got to work on that. Uh, we saw that movie. Well, they've seen it three times. Yeah. That's it's, how much they like okay, it. Okay, so up until this point, I thought La La Land definitely should get Picture of the Year, and I was excited about it, and blah, mm-hmm. blah. But as much as I enjoyed that... Now Hidden Figures. Dude, Hidden Figures should get everything. And it was only nominated for three things. For writing, for Best Picture, and for a supporting actress for Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Which is a crime that was also hosting SNL next week. Ooh. Well, yeah. maybe that'll give it some, some extra cred. Because I think, I'm telling you... I think that might be what they're going Everyone for. Everyone needs to see this movie. It is yeah. beautiful. Especially I talking about a very overlooked... Thing in history that happened. Oh, oh my gosh! And it's also very relevant to our current times. It's, it is. It's beautiful and it's hilarious and it is some superb filmmaking. Yeah, I cannot. So everybody it said. So it's not to take away from La La Land or the other nominees. Manchester by the Sea is another favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But my gosh! So you saw that. Figures. So we saw that. Then this is a pretty great. We went from that historical, you know, comedy drama. Yeah. To we went and saw Rings, which yeah. is the third in the, I know Ring, you're the a Ring big trilogy. Ring fan, I love the Ring. It's probably my one of my favorite scary movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Easily, I don't know, it's up there, yeah. top three, easy. Um, this one, not so this much. one is probably not in the top three. Yeah, it, it was definitely. It, it's a shame because it had some real potential. So you you were telling me that you think there was a like it was definitely originally intended to have Naomi Watts I'm, in it. I am like ninety percent sure because I don't think I think a lot of people forgot about what even happened in the yeah. second one. I I'm, never I don't think I ever watched I'm it. I'm ninety percent sure that she was supposed to be in this. They have like they wrote stuff around where I'm like, oh, that's definitely what that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then like stuff that happened in the beginning, they just never addressed at the end. And you're like, oh well. That was supposed to be Naomi Watts, and clearly she didn't want to come back, so they just ignored that part. Mm-hmm. It's very choppy. And the main actress girl is clearly covering up a really strong accent and doing a really bad job of it. Who is it? I don't know. I've never heard of her or the main guy, and they definitely... The movie part was great, and they took away from it a lot, so it was really hard. Also, was David scary? Galecki was like a major character in it, and he's supposed Ooh. to be... Uh, in Roseanne, he was like the boyfriend of... Uh, you mean Johnny daughter? Galecki oh, what from Big Bang Theory? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? David? David? Yeah, Johnny Galecki. His character was named David mm. um, on, on Roseanne. Johnny Galecki from so, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And he was supposed to be like real scary and stuff and it isn't very nice. Is not the movie thing. scary? Is Sadako scary? There are parts that are scary-ish, but mm-hmm. it's by far the least scary of the three. Okay. There, there are some really great concepts and some cool story ideas that just do not pan out. So... Mm. I would say if you're interested... Is it still a VHS tape? Uh, <laughs> there's some involved, but there's computer Because even now. in, like, 2000 or whatever, I still think that was, like, the... I'm like, oh, hey, why are they on, watching a tape? VHS tape. Right. I mean, still, it's like an old cat, but, like, why would teenage girls be watching a VHS no, tape? No, it's not. They're, I mean, it makes an appearance, but yeah. it's, it's technology now. Anyway, blah. 
Then we watched The Comedian. Oh, yeah. Roderick, Robert De Niro and um, Leslie Mann. Yeah. And every single comedian makes an appearance. Yeah, I've heard in it's it. like, like so many cameos. Like just like super comedy. The major highlight for me is that it's uh, Charles Grodin. Makes Charles Grodin made it, which is a very, considering the fact that his last appearance was that The X, which was freaking terrible. Yeah, no, I think there was one thing, in, there was that, one thing in between. After there. that, Zach Braff mess destroyed yeah i feel like that was like the biggest waste oh that's right but there was i think there was one other he's been doing a little but like there was a period not much i remember for a while that would that that thing with that and then the x or whatever was like his first appearance in like 10 years and and it was like the worst waste of charles groden ever yeah so he's fantastic in this he's great and it's it's really good i'll watch beethoven just to watch him charles groden absolutely well i'll watch anything with him and was that a John Hughes? Well, I don't know if he... he I think he wrote it. Is that it. one of his producing I think ones? that was producing something. Well, he did a lot of stuff. Anyway, this one's really good. It's it's very funny. And it's, you know, it's like a drama. Yeah. Like, um, it reminds me a lot of, like, some Apatow-type things. Where Have you ever seen King of Comedy? Yeah, the Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Not... I mean, it's very different, but yeah. But it's still, like, comedy. Like, was there any similarities? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time it's since I've like the I've sad it, comedian. Like, it's the sad comedian thing. But it's really good. It's I mean, it's very not family-friendly. Don't yeah. take your kids or anything. Well, yeah. Which idiots did, by the way. Why do people oh, do Oh, there that? was also, like, babies and stuff in the Ugh. ring. In the rings. Ugh. There was, like, in, like, elementary kids and stuff. Like, they should just have CPS waiting at the door for people like that. I'm just saying. Because that's just irresponsible that's and like rude. child abuse. It is. Because the kid's like, to mommy, what's going to happen? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, you should have your kid taken away from you. That's horrible. But then uh, we wrapped it up with Why Him? James Franco. Oh, yeah. Saw that at the Dollar Theater and, uh, and Brian Cranston. It's exactly what you think it is. Super stupid true. and super funny. Like, Dude, have you, super gross and have you seen the pictures? Like, James Franco just posted another picture of him. On as in the disaster artist, like him in full character as Tommy Wiseau. No, that, no I cannot I can't wait. wait for I, that movie. That's, that's gonna be great. Well, he's super funny in it. I mean, I always got to support the yeah. Tricks and Geeks alum. It's, I mean, it's again, it's incredibly stupid and incredibly funny and very dirty. And you know, if that sounds appealing, you'll probably enjoy it. And there were kids in that one, so good job, parents. Good job. Man. That only cost us a dollar fifty to go. To. Wait, there were babies in the theater, so those people wouldn't even pay for the thing at no, the Harkins. That's the stupidest thing. At the Harkins, it would have cost them less money to put the kids in the kid thing yeah. than to take them into the horror movie. Fortunately, it wasn't that scary. <laughs> so, you know, if it was the original ring, I would have just like you know, but it wasn't that bad. Well, that was like I remember what movie did I see, and there was kids in there. Oh, it was like The Purge. Yeah, it was, it was like little kids, like. That's just... And I'm like, this is hor- This has to be terrifying to them. Well, like, and it's just... It's so And I remember when I was a kid... When I was like six, it, every horror movie was like... That's like nightmare fuel. Yeah, but like at the time, that was like Poltergeist or something. Yeah. Not like... I saw like... A, I saw a really... You know, I saw a movie, a definitely adult horror movie that I wasn't supposed to see. A babysitter. I've talked about this. Yeah, Where yeah, I yeah. watched... I still don't know what it was. That's how traumatizing it was. Like, I only have flashes of things. Well, I know one of them that I did see, and later I watched and it was stupid, was Ghost Story, which I still talk about. But, again, it was very scary. But then there was another one, and I I had nightmares for months. I could not sleep. Yeah. I, I, that's, I think that's one of my, like... 
I I do have like I uh, I've gotten over it quite a, like almost completely, but for a long time I had like a very very deep fear of the dark, and I think that's where that all started too. Makes sense because like you don't, dude, it, it traumatizes kids. Yeah, like you don't do don't that. do that. And there's a big difference. Like yeah, I watched like Jaws and stuff, like, but that was pretty messed up. I feel like that also, tra- but like I didn't watching even see Jaws done, until I was in college. I watched it way young, and it was like Cheryl talks about that quite a bit on her yeah. podcast. Is all the people that got, all the people that got super messed up by watching Jaws at an age we probably shouldn't yeah. have seen it. But there's a lot of things like that, especially like as because now we live in the age of a lot more like hands-on parenting. Yeah, <laughs> I think that talks about the, that generation gap that I was talking about earlier. That is where it is more evident. I feel like, yeah, um, because there's way more things. But I feel like that's just also part of growing up. I feel like every kid, you're gonna watch something you're probably not supposed to watch. I understand that, but there's a no. There's but then there's a, a there's a blatant yes, yes, yes. altogether. Absolutely, absolutely. And the other people in the and theater. Then, well, that's basically to watch as I've always said. That's basically you saying I don't care about anybody in this movie theater, yeah, including my kid or any other people there. Like it's, it's more important. Don't even get me. It's it's the that kind of stuff is one of the reasons. I I I I don't. I honestly like. I don't go to the movies very much anymore, and that's one of the things I can't deal with. Yeah. And like, because I just get, I just, I'd rather not get in there and just start getting upset. It is and entirely nine times out of ten when I sit in the movie theater, I just start getting upset. You would have been rings in particular. It is entirely possible it would have been better and or scarier had we not been in the room because those people like kids. This is a whole lady over here that was talking the whole time. Ugh. This people over here can't were like it. laying down and making out and like maybe making babies because there were recliner chairs. <laughs> oh they lifted God. the thing and were on top oh of each other. Like, it was a it was not a pleasant experience for that one movie. So, Ugh. well, there we go. I covered my thing and the movie thing all in one fell swoop, so we can be done faster. All right. Well, we had a double. I had a three day weekend. We got a double three day weekend because next weekend I have a three day weekend. Um, we did an escape room yeah, on Friday. Friday night. What was it called? Uh, oh, end, end game, I think it was. Yeah, and that was in, uh, Colton. In Colton. I mean, it was good. It definitely was my least impressive of the ones we yeah. had done. And we blazed through that thing. We got out like, in we 20 Completely minutes? destroyed there. And like, we even got on the, like, cause they have a whole separate leaderboard if you don't get hints. We didn't have any hints. No hints. And we got on 20, 20 minutes. minutes. And we just like, and I think that part of it made it not as much fun cause like, like, it just. Yeah, we did this whole thing and then we were done in 20 minutes. And like, I didn't, I thought their theming was not the greatest. There were parts I like, I mean like, yeah. the final thing you see is cool, but. It's just not there was enough. some untapped potential. I feel like there was untapped potential. I also feel like there wasn't the the puzzles were not very hard, very hard. And I don't think there was enough puzzles. But I there think that might have just been for ten people. There wasn't enough for ten people. I don't think they scaled. I don't think that room scales very well. No, um, if, I think if there were six people, that would have been like a yeah, lot more. Reasonable. But the puzzles themselves were not like there would be times where I'm like, okay, we found this puzzle. It's going to be super intricate, and then we solved it without even really trying to yeah. solve it. In the process of figuring out what the puzzle was, we would solve the puzzle. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's it. Okay, then. So either like, we're like, there was only one puzzle where we easy. even remotely had trouble with, and even then, through sheer amount of people, yeah. we were just able to like plow through it. The funny. And, thing is you know those guys were flipping out when they're like oh my gosh they're almost done with the room and it's been 10 minutes yeah because we got to like the end i mean we finished the thing in 20 minutes yeah i remember just like immediately feeling like this is going 
way fast. Yeah. Because I felt like getting into, there was four rooms. Like you start off in a room and there's three rooms. And I I thought getting into each one was going to be a huge deal. We got into the first one. Like we got the code for the first door like almost immediately. And then the second and third was like really quickly, just really fast. Well, and he told us, so we took 20 minutes. That the the next team down on the chart took fifty four minutes. Yeah, so we blew it away by over half an hour, like yeah. almost forty minutes, faster than the fastest time thus far. Like so kind of destroyed. I don't that understand room. how those. How did anyone else take that long? I like, feel like also though your family has done so many escape rooms. This is true. You're like an expert escape room team at this point, I guess. Like I felt like I didn't even participate that much. But that's the thing. I, everybody said that because there were so few things for ten people. Like I did yeah. one puzzle. I did like one thing. Right. And each then, person like, did like yeah. one thing. Each and, that's did, like, it. and then that was it. I just didn't feel like there, whereas I felt like in that earthquake one where there was, I felt like there was always something to right. do. Right. And there was enough like, I wouldn't say filler, but enough things. Again, like there needed, I feel like even if they're not all puzzles, there should have been more stuff to look through, right. to find other things like books and cubbies right. and all that stuff. I, again, I felt like even in that, in that earthquake one, there's always something else to look right. at. Like a bunch or of lockers try. you gotta go through. Yeah. Someone's Whereas gotta do Whereas this, that. like there just was not enough stuff. Yeah. For people to do, and I think that was just, they're probably used to having smaller groups yeah. and less experienced people. But they are the ones that set the limit at yeah. 10, so, you but know. We that's... freaking destroyed that room, man. Just I, one thing I room. do love, though, is I love having a room that's all people we know. Like, I hate yeah. having mixed groups. Yeah. So I like having that. And I will say this, their opening video was one of the that best videos awesome. I've ever seen. And it was VHS tape. And it was all VHS that, they had a lot of really there was, again, cool like, potential. I see. As soon as it said cyberpunk, I for a cyberpunk thing, there was definitely not enough computer stuff. Yeah, I, I don't was think hoping it fit in that description. I was. At all. I thought I was going to be like hacking into things and stuff. Yeah, and that should, did not happen. Yeah. It's like just because you have a computer where you play a video and there's freaking number key locks does not make it. I don't know. I, yeah. I was a little bummed about that. I thought I was going to be like jacking into the Matrix and stuff. And I was yeah. like super excited. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to crush all this. Because he talked about Apple IIs and all these other things. And I was like, oh. Well, he did say they were going to have an Apple II, but they just, it was way too complicated. Yeah. And they were worried. But I'm like, I would have crushed the, the, <laughs> the heck out of that. Like, oh yeah, give me an Apple II and I have to like do something on it. Like, I don't know. I would say though, if you had a group. Yeah. That's like six people. If you can get the room with six people, I think that would give you a lot better spread. Yeah. So, I don't know. It wasn't terrible, but no. I, it's probably not like at the top of the ones we've been to. Yeah. It was fun. All right, we're going to do real quick. Another real quick. Oh, just want to say next weekend, I got a big weekend coming up. I'll definitely have a lot to talk about next time because in addition to Long Beach Comic Con, um, Comic Expo, WWE's in town. They're doing shows. We got, I'm going to all these. Got Long Beach on Sunday. Staples Center on Monday, Citizens Bank in Ontario on Tuesday. Boom, boom, Crazy. boom. Um, I'm still trying to get that PWG ticket for Saturday. If I do, that'll be four shows in four days. <laughs> training for my WrestleMania week. I'm still a little nervous about this WrestleMania week because there are two days where I am doing – I'm basically going to wrestling shows from noon to midnight on Friday and Saturday. Wrestling a day. And then Sunday is the big day. I just hope I'm not just completely worn out by the Plus actual you're WrestleMania. No, you're just and I'm going to Universal City. There's no way I could also plus I wouldn't be able to afford 
Yeah. Like Disney also World. Do that. Universal Studio, it's, even in Florida, it's way cheaper. Yeah. Um, it's not, there, there's a less, cause Universal in Florida is a much bigger yeah. deal. Um, but it's still cheaper. Um, but I couldn't afford to do that. Plus I wouldn't, I just wouldn't be able to, I'd get too overwhelmed and I gotta, again, pace myself out because <laughs> it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be a marathon. Um, but this will be good training. Go if I hopefully if anybody out there, I'm still looking for that PWG ticket. So if anybody has a spare, I have one last uh, one last plug resource that I can use. But I don't want to do it. All right, what about books? Uh oh yeah, I finished. Um, so you had started reading Secret Origins, and I got on a. Just for the heck of it, I got on Overdrive, which is the library electronic book system. If your library, odds are, if you have a library, they probably have it. You probably don't even know. Yeah. And it's tons of ebooks, and it's all done through Amazon now, which is amazing. And it's just so easy, and it's free. And so you should definitely look into that if your library is part of Overdrive because it's freaking awesome. If you want free ebooks, so Secret Origins, brand new book, right? I'm like, there's no way that's going to be, even if it's on there, it's not going to be available. Sure enough, there it is, and there's one copy available, and boom, I grab it. I already finished it. Secret Origins is amazing. Everyone, every time, I, I'm like, I don't know how he's going to top himself. I don't know what's going to happen. He took this whole series to a whole other insane level that I don't, I can't even begin to talk about because it'll spoil everything. And I don't want to spoil it for yes. you. I don't want to spoil it for our listeners. But if you have not read these story, these books, James Riley, James Riley, who's been on the show talking about both Half Upon a Time and his story thieves. And oh my gosh, you need to read these. And it's amazing because this one, they're inside a comic book and it's just the way he messes around with the whole world and the things he does. It's incredible and just he I, I can't I, I I don't want to say anything more because I'll spoil stuff, but it's incredible. That's why I had to finish because I'm like, oh my gosh, how is yeah. this gonna what's gonna happen? And it's crazy. And I now there's a reason why there is a definite reason why this choose your own the next one, the pick your path. Yeah. Or what's Choose it? Your Own Adventure. It's the yeah. Um the pick you pick the plot. Pick the plot. That's what he's calling it. Okay. Since he can't use choose your own adventure. Right, right. Um there's a reason why this next one's happening so fast because he couldn't. There's no way that they would have that there there would have been. They needed to not like leaving people hanging for a whole like if the next one came out in January. Plus they need. I think they're getting while they iron. I think these things are heating well, yeah, up. Yeah, because we went huge. to Barnes and Noble this week and it was featured on the front of the kids area. I think this is going to be like, like the young I, readers area. I, 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 and in the front of the store as you walk This in. should be huge, giant, best-selling thing. It deserves to be because it's incredible what he's done. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's, this blows up. Well, I have word out to him. We're hoping to get him back on the show. Yeah. So we'll see um, what happens well, in that. he's always been super cool. He's always been cool. And hopefully he hasn't gotten like too cool for us because... I'm just worried to be too busy and well, yeah, doing like freaking like giant book tours and it's possible like i'm telling you this series is just went to a whole next level of awesome yeah he's he's great i i've haven't finished it yet i've read quite a bit of it but now i'm not as obviously i didn't finish it yet but oh my gosh i love him so you haven't found out who the dark is yet no did you find out nope who nope nope okay nope (laughs) i because i don't i don't i don't want to spoil anything 
I want spoiling for the people at home. It's so good, dude. Because I want them to read it. All right. Then I also finished Corner at Large, which is by... So basically the deal with this guy is he was the medical examiner for like in L.A., so like a lot of celebrity stuff. So he did the autopsies for Bobby Kennedy, Marilyn Monroe, ton of other people. And then this book... So he wrote a memoir, and then this was kind of his follow-up. And uh, and um, apparently he lost his job because he got a little too like uh, loose talking to the press. Well, people thought he did, but basically he got in trouble for saying that Natalie Wood was drunk when because you know her whole like yeah. she died under mysterious circumstances, and his whole thing was like she was drunk, she fell off that boat, and people got really upset, basically exposing her alcohol problems. Right, and it's like that's my job is to say what happened. And a lot of people, people thought he just was a little too loose with the media. Hmm. And I could see, but he, but his book, but he, the cool thing that he does in this book, he, cause he goes over some big cases and like his theor- thoughts on them. But then there's the, the, there's this next, the second half of the book is him going on like historic, cause he's, it, it, one other thing he was well known for in the forensics community is he's a huge history nut. And like, this is one of the things that a lot of forensic specialists do in their free time. Is they go over and go back and forensically investigate things that happen in history. Uh-huh. And so like he was one of the big people, like they went in this whole big thing trying to figure out who Jack the Ripper was. And they did make a lot of progress and came up with some pretty credible things using modern day friend. Cause again, like you, all these things happened before forensics was even a thing. Right. So going back and they, like for instance, they were able, like they also, this is a hotly contested issue. I found out cause I later did some more research. They went, cause he's also obsessed with Napoleon. Uh-huh. And He's one of the people that's convinced Napoleon was assassinated huh. on the island, and they did find traces because, like, uh, like people, I guess, like they collected his hair, so then they could, then people, they went and found that, and they found high levels of arsenic. Huh. And there's multiple theories on why that occurred. There's a bunch of camps. It's crazy. Um, he also goes back and talks about like famous celebrity cases, so like Elvis. And other things yeah. and, and some other things and, um, it's very, just really interesting. Mm. And not too gross. A little gross. Yeah. Not too it gross. It doesn't sound like one for me. But I'm, I'm just fascinated by all this stuff. You're very into Well, especially crime. ever since doing that murder trial, man. Yeah. And the whole, like, I don't know, just being obsessed with OJ lately. But, but especially just being, seeing how important, like, cause like hearing the coroner, talk was kind of one of the big things in that case and just understanding like getting a better idea of what they do hmm. and just all that stuff so i don't know so this guy is um is pretty cool um and then i'm currently reading hearts in suspension which is the new edition of it's the hearts in atlantis right just that novel novella um, but also Stephen King's just, he wrote this giant essay, like basically talking about his time in college. And I finished that part and it's just really good. And it just made, it made me nostalgic for my own college experience, <laughs> which I feel like our podcast is a great way to yeah. keep all that going. Cause, um, but, and then just hearing him talk about that specific time, which again is becoming pretty relevant. Cause you know, that was the whole like counterculture and protests and fighting yeah. the government and he was involved in a lot of that stuff and I was like, man, this is, we're right back here. <laughs> like, uh, and it was about things like civil rights and all that other stuff huh. and so just hearing about his experiences and it was very interesting and he's such a great writer and then reading Hearts and Lands again now, just, I love that book. It's, again, even if you're not a Stephen King fan, if you don't like horror, this is not a horror book. It's, 
pretty much to me, it's timeless. It is about being in college in the 60s, but the way he writes it, it's, it could be, like to me, it captures that college experience in a way nothing I've read has. Mm. I really love it. I recommend it to anybody. It's really great. Um, but this one is specifically from the University of Maine Press. It's the only way you can get it. They still have copies. Um, and then I was looking for something else to read now that I'm done with my other with the corner at large and then that. So I got Designers and Dragons, which I read before, the 70s and the 80s. This is about the history of role-playing games and the companies and the people behind them. It's great because a lot of these things were started just by dudes and ladies. They were, they're, they're not like business people and they turn their passion into a business and those stories are always inspiring and yeah. cool. And so this is the 90s, which was a big time for the rise of Role playing games in its current state. A lot of like Wizards of the Coast started in the nineties. White Wolf, which like Vampire the Masquerade. A lot of these other big games, and then the whole collectible card game boom happened in the nineties, which almost destroyed the whole industry because people like it was crazy. And then it reminded me of something because one of the key, one of the things that's hurt role playing games on the wide scale, which they've just now kind of started getting back into the mainstream, but I don't know if you remember this, but my first exposure to actual role-playing game books was, like, bookstores. Like, they were, there was always the section, like, I remember the first time I saw a role-playing game book was at, like, B. Dalton Books and stuff, and so as bookstores started waning, that also really impact, and the way they started, like the way they changed, as they're changing their business models and stuff, that really had a tremendous impact on that whole, the whole role-playing game industry. Because I remember Mm. that was the first place I saw, like, Dungeons & Dragons was at a B. Dalton bookstore. That Does that even exist Those definitely don't don't exist. Crown Books. Crown is gone, right? They're gone. I think I think it's pretty much the big bookstores. There is no small. I don't think there. I don't know. I don't think those little chain stores like exist anymore. No, I mean there's a few like one offs here and yeah. there, but it's, but I mean it's mostly either mom and pop like yeah. or like the big dogs. And even those, I mean, we saw Borders. Yeah, go and Amazon um, and I don't know Barnes and Noble's hanging on. I don't know. Every I, I what we've talked about. They, they go in. You shots. go in there now, and they they've got every like it's half. Like just not books now. Yeah, they're trying everything they can. Yeah. Like, please, please buy things here. <laughs> buy our overpriced things, like because it's all so expensive. Well, the clearance section is good. That's what I've always bought there, and it's <laughs> still good. I think that's what's keeping them alive. I yeah. don't know, man. I well, just yeah. we uh, like I said, I'm not quite finished with Secret Origins, Damn. and uh, it has distracted me from Harry Potter. So sorry. <laughs> Alright, so we already talked about your movies. I do want to talk about, I watched, I'm all caught, are you caught up on Angel's Shield? I'm not, no. Oh dude, this last episode was pretty amazing. I think I'm like, I think this is the one episode. So did you watch the Pat Nozzle one? Oh no, then I'm two episodes Damn. behind. We had the same conversation last week. I know, well. You I've gotta watch busy. the Pat Nozzle one. I'm going to. And it's got Linda, it's a Linda's boss from Son of Zorn. Well, I. She's great. It's definitely on my like well, watch queue. I finished Splash. Yeah, what'd you think? It's a weird ending. Yeah. It's a great I, movie. I but I'm just trying I'm thinking about the practicalities of like him living underwater for the rest of his life. And then I'm like, I really hope when they get to that underwater world that like they get to talk again. Cause is he just are they just not gonna get to talk to each other for the rest? I'm pretty sure they can. And then like also like she's she's got her fish body and he doesn't. Is he gonna develop a fish Maybe body? He gets one. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know if he thought that through. 
Maybe once he gets down there, I really hope they get to talk to each other down there. Well, I mean, it was a giant mermaid city. Yeah, it's taken care of. What if he gets down there and they try to kill him? No, she's in Wasn't there a straight to video splash two? Yes, there was. With a look alike Tom Hanks. And a look with who, And a look alike John Candy. Who, I mean I don't you, even look much like Did you him. watch it? Yeah, because they used to show it on Disney Channel. Do they go down to the fish city? I don't remember, but I don't think so. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I feel like it was sort of almost like a remake, even though it was called Splash Two. But it's been a long time. Well Splash was great. I just that ending was really weird. Yeah. And also, it was just so sad, like, when Eugene Levy, like, sprays the water on her, and then they just, like, take her. I'm like, man, the government is, like, the worst. <laughs> what about the... And then, like, she was in the tang, she's all molty. What about the eating the lobster? Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was a great scene. Plus, there's, there, that racquetball scene with John oh, Candy dude. is, like, Well, that, I had seen... Uh, this is where I know I've seen bits and pieces, because I know for a fact I've they seen that scene. show that in, scene. like, clips. That's well, like that's, a like, a clip. famous yeah. clip. Cause he like, he's smoking, and then he's drinking a beer, and then he's like, here, you've gotta hold my beer, and then he serves in, just hits himself in the head, and yep. knocks himself out. Yep. I mean, yeah, Eugene Levy was a giant jerk in Splash. Yeah. In fact, so much so that I, like, cause that's what was my early experience. Well, between to him. that and Stay Tuned, he's like the bad right. guy so in like, that too. Growing up, like, I didn't even realize he was a comedian at yeah. first, because like, he's just a bad guy in those movies. Yeah. So. Cause I mean, he's like straight up evil in yeah. Splash. Um, but then, but yeah, it's great. John Candy, man, so good. I know. I miss him a lot. Um, he did, he did redeem he himself, redeemed. but he also redeemed himself in Splash. Yeah, well, maybe that's his, that's his character. <laughs> but after he had caused catastrophic damage. Yeah. Stay tuned's really great. It is great. Another John Ritter. John Ritter. Man. Yeah. But then it also has Jeffrey Jones, which is kind of. He's the devil, though. It's true. See? So I guess it works. It's okay. <laughs> The more I think about it, it is messed up that, like, I don't, I still, I'm like, that they, they like, they hired him and he was in Deadwood and that was after. And I'm like, uh, that's one of those things, man. I never watched Deadwood. Well, Deadwood's great and he's great in it, but it's still like, I mean, I could do the Lebowski quote. He's <laughs> <laughs> also a petter eight year old dude. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. Um, which I also, I forgot to put that on. It was just, I was up late, it was a weekend, and Lebowski's on HBO now, so of course I watched, so I was I'm like, I'll just start Lebowski. watching it, and then you two hours late, you never it. just, you can never, you can never not just watch the whole thing of Lebowski, cause I was yeah. like, I'll just put it on for a little bit, before I knew it, it was like the end. I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah. It's, it's the best, it's, I think, I, I don't know why it's not in my top five. I always find reasons why it's not, but I, maybe it should be. It's up there. But then if you start thinking, but then you're like, watch Coen Brothers. Cause they're all great in their own ways and which one's the best. And for me, it always changes. I know Raising Arizona. Cause it's then tough. it's like, how do you choose? And then even the newer ones are great, but I feel like, but I feel like for me, it's, it might be either Raising Arizona or Lebowski, but then it also is, so then you got Fargo and then you got Hudsucker like, for me Hudsucker. is the one that jostles back and forth. It's Lebowski or Hudsucker for me. Man. Those are my top two. I don't even know. And then the next tier is Fargo and Raising Arizona and then all the rest, but I love them all. Yeah. So that's a whole other thing. But then, um, there was new Son of Zorn and new Bob's Burgers. Neither of which I've watched. Oh my yet. gosh, the Valentine's Day Bob's Burgers is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so good. Although, interesting, this is the first time I think they've done this. What? Because I think they had too much of stuff. 
They skipped the opening credits. Really? There was no opening credits this episode. I think because the episode was I wonder, so good. like, did you watch Maybe it, it was live? A Hulu thing? I don't know. Oh, you watched it on Hulu? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know because it almost seems like there's a, intentionally no credits. Huh. You have to see the episode. Interesting. But I hope, I don't know, I love the opening credits, so. I do too. Because it's always the jokes. jokes. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if it was a Hulu thing or what. Um, if it is a Hulu thing, then they need to cut it out. Yeah. Play uh, it. SNL was great. I didn't put that down, but SNL was great this week. I mean, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. It was a fantastic. I only, again, I only saw clips. The but Trump m- stuff. Melissa McCarthy I mean, is well, what I saw. For you though, there's a Trump People's Court. I, I saw that that was a thing, and, and I will be watching it. And then, um, and then Cecily Strong was what's her name? Lois? Judge Marilyn Miller. Yeah, yeah. So she does a really good. Really I want to hear your thoughts since you are the People's Court yes. expert. I want to hear your thoughts on this because it was it was it was really funny. It was great. In case anyone's out there. And they listen closely. I accidentally mixed in a Judge Judy line in there. The people are real. The cases are real. Is Judge Judy? Yeah. It's a little bit different from the people's court. So I didn't want to but, think I was a pretender there. I also liked how this doesn't happen too often, but they actually had continuity among sketches. Where in the opening, Alyssa McCarthy, Sansar said she's going to appear on People's Court, and then they a few like later on in the show oh, they awesome. do like C-SPAN, and then it's People's Court. That's so really like Monty they've Python never. Up, I don't know if I've ever seen him do that on SNL. So I don't know if that's a if that's gonna. Huh. I would love to see more of that on SNL. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, again, that that makes me think of Monty Python. Well, Monty Python, and then threads. and then the next, then then Mr. Show kind of took it to the next well, level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but Monty Python definitely is yeah. like where I mean that was the ultimate. But this, I've never seen anything like that on SNL where there was any continuity That's cool. between sketches like you that. You see a character popping well, yeah, character, sometimes, but, but not like that. Not like one. this later on. Like, they basically were like, because you like, oh, you thought that was a throwaway line from right. Like, she's going to be, we're taking her to court, people's court. And that was hilarious. Because that one, they did just take Trump's, when Trump did, because Trump did tweet that, he did say, see you in court. And I was like, what? You can't, you just told a court to see you in court? Yeah. Like, are you freaking like what do you what so that's why they did a real that was really funny of course. and so then when they actually did it like i didn't think they were gonna Play actually do it um um also i just i i'd never been exposed to ed sheerhand before and i was i i, I know everybody's crazy about that guy that he's is. like a singer i didn't i wasn't super but i just knew he's at a huge and i was just not these are the musical guests yeah no. bad. like i say they're the cold war kids should be on there yeah. Um, so I finished the detour, the first season, and it kind of like I was it, it lagged oh, wait, a I little forgot. bit in the middle. I forgot one of the big things. What? I'm in the middle. Okay, sorry. It lagged a little bit in the middle. Yeah. For like an, an episode, Whoa. I was like, uh, but then like it pulls back, and then like the way that it goes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see mm. the next season. It's fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, that everybody should be up on. Yeah. I kept watching. Since I had, I'd watched the first four episodes, and then I stopped for a while just because I was watching other stuff. But it is, and then they've been—I've t- been hearing so much about it because um, they've been talking about it a lot on a bunch of podcasts. Okay, um, the Good Place is amazing. Oh yeah, my mom is super into that, dude. It's so good. Well, you know, you know, I know, you know the premise. Well, also, you know who works, who runs the show? Who? It's Michael Schur. It's Moe's. From, oh, really? but he, he like was one of the main guys on the office and he's one that he basically like did Parks and Rec. 
Huh. And so it's a, but then you look at the staff, it's, it's basically, it's community people, like the writing, producing staff, it's, it's Parks and Rec and community people and a bunch of great writers. Huh. It's such a good show. It's really good. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. All right. It's awesome. I'm giving it my full recommendation. It's really good. And then also, I watched, I did a giant, like, I watched like, I watched like 20 episodes of Storage Wars this weekend. <laughs> like all the rest of the ones that are, I'm hoping they put season, cause they're all, they're only through season four on Hulu. Yeah. And I need more, cause they're on like season 10. Yeah. And like, but season four is the last of Barry. And that's sad. So sad. And he, and, cause, and they have this, they even have on the very last one that he's in, um, I think they, it's the last one. Um, but they had all, they had a limo pull up. And it was like all his best of. It's like his, he called it his greatest hits. That's funny. And it's like a bunch of the sidekicks. And like, oh dude, include, and like Kenny was, cause Kenny's like the all time best yeah. sidekick, which is, Kenny's amazing, cause they even bring, I was so glad that Kenny even came, and I think this was before, cause it was right before they did Buried Treasure, so I think that's why they brought him back, cause then Kenny was the sidekick on Buried Treasure, which, Buried Treasure was only one season, it was only like eight episodes, and it was so good, cause it's just Barry going around the country making deals. And, oh my god, I love it. But this Storage Wars, man, I just, I love that show so much. I love it so much. Like, but, and even though their pricing is infuriating sometimes, like, they're, the one thing that they always get super wrong is, like, baseball cards. It, Cause, like, there's one where, like, I forgot if it was Barry. It, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Barry. It was, of course it was Daryl. But it was specifically 1980s baseball cards, which even you know, 1980s yeah. baseball cards Those are, are worthless. worthless. But he was like, $100 box right here. I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, also, everybody prices records wrong because they'll get a box of records. And you can see there was one where it was like Jared and Brandy got this locker where the records are literally like stacked on the floor and they are in garbage shape. Like just from I, I don't, they don't even get a good look. I can tell you all those are probably worthless. Yeah. And they're like two fifty each, and I'm like, no, try zero dollars yeah. each. And then the way their their pricing of just the basic stuff, their pricing is always so far. Books. Well, books are the worst. They're like these are a dollar a book. I'm like, no, they're not. No, not even on average. No. Yeah. Um. And then like. I feel like, and then it's weird because they are all very reasonable about their DVDs. I feel like because like they 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 know enough. Even Daryl, even Daryl, like is like you're getting a dollar a DVD if you're at most. Yeah. Um. So they're usually pretty reasonable at that. But CDs, they were like two dollars a CD. I'm like in your wildest freaking <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Um. But then like. But then I saw the one, Daryl found this crazy locker of like sports collectibles and everybody knew it was going to be crazy. So they ended up, they ended up going for like 10 grand, 12 grand, but it was like all autograph stuff and like that stuff's actually, and it was like crazy autograph stuff. Like here's all the like 1986 Boston Celtics and here's, here's 10 signed Magic Johnson things with certificate of authenticity. Here's a Michael Jordan and Larry Bird basketball. So you're talking about legit and like, and like that was the one where I'm just like, oh my gosh, how do you freaking look? That's like that's nuts. And then the last one he found, and you would be really—I don't know if you saw this one, probably—but they found us the Japanese Super Mario Bros. Two board game, and then a bunch of Japanese like Super Mario Bros. And it ended up being like three thousand dollars worth of. Yeah. And that to me was like, 
was like very reason because I'm like that's like a vintage '80s Nintendo from when they weren't making a lot of that right. stuff. Like, and it was all Japanese stuff. It's and hard so to come like, across Nintendo stuff now. And it was just cool that. seeing that stuff. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. I just I love Sword Wars so much, and they need to put more on Hulu so I can then watch all of that. And I'm sure Brian is screaming at me because he just put in a whole new post. Like everybody should watch that show on that Netflix one that everybody's talking about, the time travel one oh, or yeah. something. And meanwhile, I'm sitting You're here watching, more watching eight Wars. hours of Storage Wars. I, my mind, the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. All right, and, well, I did do an assignment this week. Ooh. Well, I, okay, I watched the new episode of Goldberg's Valentine one. Very funny. Awesome. But I didn't put it on here, but... Wait, was that the tennis one? Yeah. Yeah. On your Agassi. Oh, man. Yeah. And then and then he's like, you're not John Ed. You're, you're, you're McEnroe. And then yeah. Barry just, like, goes crazy. Yeah. But um, I loved... The, that was the... To me, that was the most heartwarming real-life one. Oh my gosh! The fact best that they're friend. still best friends, and then he was in it, he was and a cameo. They, they even had their production logo yeah. at the end, and and I the, love I love, I love the real life stuff yeah. because it just shows how much heart and how much time and effort, and the fact that it's his real best friend, and they're still best friends, and yeah. like, and he's still gonna be in a show, and then he, and I love that he has them all back on the show. I'm waiting. Have we seen the real Dave Kim yet? Uh, we've seen one little clip of them, yeah. I want to see like, but I mean like, I don't on, know, like now, oh, I don't dude, because they haven't. But I, I would, I, 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 because you know he's probably lost touch with some of these people. Yeah. But I feel like at some point he's got to have the real Dave Kim like on yeah. the show. But we have seen a little footage of him from back. Yeah, we've seen footage. Yeah. But I mean, like, actually on the show. Okay, but. Janelle and I watched the first episode of Baskets this week. Oh, dude! And it's pretty spectacular. It's amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Zach Galifianakis and it's Louis Anderson, and so, so great. How crazy is that? He's great. I, I'll tell you though, like for me, the standout star, and I can't think of her name now. The insurance yeah, agent lady. You should listen. She just was on Marin. Oh my gosh, she's she amazing, hilarious. She's, she's so, awesome. Oh, she's so funny. Like, but so understated. Yeah, I love her. So it's great. And Janelle wants to watch it with me, so that one I, I we love that one. she's an insurance adjuster for Costco. Yeah, it's the most genius because the whole Costco stuff, you know, that's like super paid product. Oh yeah, and that's it's probably everywhere. the only way why they. That's probably how they're able to make the show. Yeah. But the, the it's but it's not annoying at all because it fits in so much. Like the stuff with like Louis, like oh, I just got it at Costco, and here's <laughs> the Costco thing. Oh, everything has Costco on it. It's so it's great. It's super Costco, but it just it, it's. But I just love the just. All this, like the clown stuff. Yeah. Oh well, the clown school was so amazing. <sighs> I knew you were gonna love that. Oh my gosh! And the best part—I mean, I know this is intentional—but that he's terrible at being a clown, and yet in being terrible, he's doing like so many funny like pratfalls and stuff. And then and when he tries to do his serious clown oh, stuff at the Renoir. rodeo, <laughs> I don't you're care not Renoir, your baskets. I don't care about none of that fancy stuff. <laughs> Oh, dude, the rodeo guy! Oh, dude, just amazing. go out there and let him headbutt you. Oh, dude, you just you gotta you just gotta keep watching. Oh, we will, we will definitely be watching it all. Oh, it's so funny! It's so funny. You know what time it is? It's time. It's past time. It's definitely time. It's Marmaduke time. It is Marmaduke time. We need a redemption this week. Are we going to continue to? Well, now we're at the point yeah. where we're we're almost convinced that Marmaduke is no longer. Oh, dude. No, this is good. This is good. Because the last one, Marmaduke was talking to a snowman. All right, here we go. He was doing very normal dog things. So at the beginning here, 
Marmaduke's excited to go outside. Dot's like holding her back. You can go out, but stay in the yard. Then he goes outside and you hear a scree thunk. Like a car accident. And then you hear, oh no, what now? Dot's like yelling, running outside. Oh my gosh. There's a car upside down. It's flipped and Marmaduke comes crawling back in all sad. And he stands himself in the corner. And then you hear from the other room, Dottie, what's happening out there? And she says, I'm afraid to look. And I think those people are dead. Marmaduke flipped the car over. He flipped the car because he has the power to do so. And I think he killed those people. Marmaduke flipped the car. How did he flip a car? Yeah, they look dead. He flipped a car and killed people. Also, and she says, I'm afraid to look. Also, she's got Marmaduke going in the corner like a freaking Blair Witch situation. Oh, yeah, which is like very... It's very creepy. It's a very weird angle. And he's just crawling in there. But she says, I'm afraid to look. She knows he's a murderer. So, so Marmaduke just flipped the car over. Also, it's like on the sidewalk in front of their house. And he has the power to do that. And he flipped the car over. Marmaduke can flip a car, and I think he murdered those people. Oh my gosh. Alright, well that was was good. I feel like we have to take our book, because remember we talked to Malky, and at first, I think Malky We need to show some evidence here. We need to like bring our case back to Malky. I mean, look at that. (laughs) And she says, I'm afraid to look, because she knows. She knows what happened. Man. So Marmaduke murdered a family of people. Yeah. Because he runs out and immediately, like... And, he, and that car, car is flipped. It's completely it's flipped. It's not like it swerved into a tree to avoid a and dog. it's not like it's crashed and smashed. It's just no, the it's car just is upside, upside down. He and lifted the, it. The people are, like, dead. He has, like, telekinetic evil powers. And she's, like, traumatized because she knows. He's killed before. <laughs> and she knows. She's like, what do we have to clean up yeah, now? It's like the birds. they got to go bury him in the backyard again. Oh, man. They're going to have to bury those people. Yeah. Get rid of the car. But that's going to give Marmaduke some more bones to try and use yeah. for his ritual. He yeah. needs, if the, it really does, from the amount of people that we're pretty sure that Marmaduke has murdered, it does seem like he needs a steady supply. Yeah, maybe he's like feeding like on them or something. Because he killed that lady. He killed the ice cream he's guy. He killed those guys. He's, the delivery guy. Yeah. And I mean, what do they have a swamp behind where they're sinking it, like Psycho where or something? Are where are these, these cars where are going? These cars going? Where are these bodies going? I don't know, but this did not disappoint though. He flipped a car. Marmaduke flipped a <laughs> car. You guys, it's upside down. I think Brad Anderson's like, I lulled them to sleep with that snowman thing. Yeah, it's, oh, but now I'm back swinging. But see, now you know, like he really is. Com- there's a there's a spirit in that. Snowman that he's talking to, I'm convinced, and it imbued him. It imbued him with the power to flip a car. Yeah, because we've never seen him flip a car before. And look how excited he is. He knows he's going out to do it. He's like, "I'm going to go kill those people," and he runs out. Scree thunk. I mean, I still think that they know what Marmaduke is capable of, and it's almost like Dottie like let him go out there. Yeah, she's like, "Come on, like okay." It's they know. He yeah, what now? His... I mean, look at that face. She knows. She's I'm like, you, oh. this is like where, this is like Little Shop of Horrors. Yep. They're, they feed know. Me, feed me, Marmaduke's like, feed me, Phil. Right. Feed me. And they're like, I can't. So they send him out to get the people in the car passing by. Or to like. Go get the delivery guy or the trash the doorbell. Oh, get them. Murder the people outside. Yeah. It is. It's like Little Shop of Horrors. He's basically, I mean, he does definitely, like, the kids are aware. 
Yeah. On a certain level. They're all aware. So this week, basically, we've got Burbs slash Psycho slash Little Shop of Horrors going on. I'd say that's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's a good one. It's now 1 a.m. It's time, it's time to you wrap never, it up. We really gotta work on this. It, you gotta, you can pare down the shows. I love how you bring this all on me. It's saying. It's my fault. It's not all your fault. I had a real rough week last week. <laughs> Cause I was just sleep deprived. Well, let's wrap it up then. Alright. Thank you guys for listening. Oh my god. As gosh. always. This has been an hour and five minute episode. I know. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. We you can do a better job. Cut this up into three parts and put that on. Uh, no, it won't next make week. sense. Sure. No. Sure. It won't flow. I'll do another. I'll do an opening again. Nah. Welcome to part two. Nah. All right. It's happening. All right. Well, for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy, and I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> I didn't say John Goobang Do last episode. Oh my gosh, we're falling apart here. Well, John Goobang Do, and for last time, also John Goobang Do. <laughs>
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Message from Ray God Readers. Okay, try it now. Is it working yeah, now? Okay, okay, move over. <clears throat> People of Earth, I am Abysme. And I'm Paprika. We have crash-landed on a moon in your solar you system. Us. I wasn't Shut driving. up, I'm on the phone. And we'll maintain this frequency while repairs are made. Which could take a while, so we decided to read some science fiction while we wait. If you crave imaginative stories, intelligent discussion, and comedic banter, be sure to tune in each week. Here on Benview or on YouTube at Raygun Readers. Until we speak again, farewell and safe Why travels. Why are you doing that stupid it's voice? It's not stupid, you're stupid and insubordinate. You don't rank me.